This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay voices on air. Hello, good afternoon everyone. Kia ora, uh, this is Leia Batarbonia once again in uh, Radio Kidnappers, Hawke's Bay, uh, the Philippine Radio. Um, this, this afternoon, uh, I will be talking about uh, one of the national heroes of the Philippines, uh, Dr. Jose Rizal. Um, so, um, Dr. Jose Rizal was born in um, 1861 in Calamba, Laguna. One of the, uh, Laguna is one of the province in uh, the southern, uh, southern part of Manila. So um he was born in uh, June 19 1861 um a national hero of the Philippines uh, whom uh, most Filipinos admired as a person uh, who possessed intellectual brilliance and for his um uh, firm stand and resistance um during the time when the Philippines was under the uh, the rule of uh, Spanish uh, Dr. Jose Rizal, um, while um, um, he was executed in December 1892, um, while during that time uh, the revolution to um, to over there there was a revolution to overthrow the tyranny uh, against the the the, um, the uh, Spanish government. Uh, because as as far as we know, um, Philippines was under the uh, that colonial period uh, from the the, the Spanish. Um, so um, he is a compassionate towards Filipino people. Um, uh, he came from a, a big family. He has uh, nine nine sisters and one brother. Um, he he is he was a son of um, a native Filipino father and a Chinese um, uh, mother. Um, uh, during the time, they they were considered as wealthy because during the time they are uh, tilling the land uh, which is which was owned by the the Spanish. So um, during his early years, as um child. Um, he exposes. Um, he he started writing about um, what uh, what are the experiences of Filipinos under the the, the Spanish government. He exposes um, corruption and wrongdoings of uh, government officials as well as the Spanish uh, friars. Well, um, at the age of three, uh, he started. Um, memorizing he can he can memorize the the um, uh, alphabet and then at the age of 5 he started reading and writing um rizal um he he was engaged in different uh, field in, in, the, in his profession um he he graduated on um um university of um santo tomas as um, land surveyor, he was engaged on that uh, that field, and then he studied also um, uh, preparatory law, and then um, 
to make it shorter, um, he studied medicine in, while in the Philippines, but then um, he went to um, to Spain to continue studying uh, medicine. Um, during that time, um, he realized that there's there's a um, really a need for for him to divert. Uh, his attention from from medicine, but he specializes in ophthalmology, um, considering that um, his mother was getting blind. So that that was the, his inspiration to um, to be engaged in the field of medicine. So he he in school he had exceptional academic abilities by winning in poetry, creative writing, and learning foreign languages and also crafting essays that were critical of the Spanish historical accounts of the uh, pre-colonial um, period. In um, 1882, uh, he traveled to Madrid, Spain, to um, continue studying medicine. He lived in Europe for 10 years, and then um, he was able to learn uh, 20 languages and um, also became expert in, in the field of sociology, anthropology. And then um, we, while in Europe, um, he uh, started to uh, write um, the book. Um, there, there, there were two books that uh, really um, uh, make him popular, like the, the name of the book, um, uh, No Limitangiri, in English it's uh, Touch Me Not, and then uh, the other one is El Filibusterismo, which is the, the 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 translation in English, the reign of greed, which um um it it really um pertains about um the the um, the corruption and the the exposure of the uh, Spanish government that they are doing in the Philippines. So um. Jose Rizal is was really vocal against that um, the Spanish government, but in a peaceful manner, um, but always in writing because he believed that pen is um, for him pen is mightier than sword. So instead of um, agitating people to become violent and uh, use uh, weapons. He he preferred to to write to make it in writing and publishing his um his um articles and as well as the books. While he was in Barcelona, he wrote also um uh, something in Spanish like the La Solidaridad, which centered on individual rights and freedom, uh, specifically for Filipino people. So um when um. After finishing the, the, the medicine, the, the degree in medicine, he returned in the Philippines. Uh, that was in 19, 1996. But then, um, uh, but before that, he was um, uh, recommended um, to, um, to go into Cuba. Uh, during the time, there's a they, they call it um, yellow yellow fever. So most of the people there are having um, are die like maybe like COVID. Um, a lot of the, the percentage of people dying. So um, he was sent. He was supposed to to be sent there uh, to do a volunteer work as a doctor. But then um, 
before going to Cuba, he, he was arrested in um, Barcelona. Um, because of that, that speculation that he is um, agitating people to become violent and rebellious against the government. And then uh, when he was arrested, there was uh, while he was away from his country, uh, the, the Katipunan movement, uh, in Tagalog, it's in Filipino, it's Katipunan, meaning it's a group. At, uh, um, but that group was formed uh, by another um, uh, Filipino named uh, Andres Bonifacio and Emilio Aguinaldo. So it was mistakenly that um, because of his publication and um, that goes out and in Europe and as well as in the Philippines, um, he was mistakenly that he was he was the one that uh, organized that that movement. Even he was not there in the Philippines, so he was accused of being associated with secret militant society. Arrested in Barcelona, and he was sent to Manila to stand for trial. And uh, he was charged with sedition, conspiracy, and rebellion. And um, later, he was sentenced to death by firing squad. But when, while he was in Manila, uh, while in, in prison, he was transferred in Mindanao in one of the secluded places uh, called the Pitan, where um, four years, four years that he was there, uh, he was able to communicate in a grassroots community like farmers. Uh, he was able to teach um, uh, farmers how to make abaca, uh, plant, uh, the one that uh, people used as a mat as well as um, in, in other places they make um, bags uh, out of that products. Um, he, he taught Filipino farmers how to make rope out of abaca and then he was able to um, experiment the use of uh, medicinal plants uh, and ex exposed to um, like a scientific studies uh, flora and fauna in, in the uh, province in Mindanao um, and then he, he, in Mindanao he met a um, European lady uh, named Josephine Bracken uh, and then um, but when he, he was already um, um, sentenced to death, he was brought back to Manila and then the execution uh, was set in uh, Bagumbayan. The place is Bagumbayan, but it's in the center of Manila and now it's called uh, Lunita Park. So um, before um, his um, um, sentence to death, um, he was al allowed by the court to to marry uh, Josephine Bracken. So uh, b two hours before the execution, he was married to um, to Josephine Bracken. Um, but while in in prison, while in exile in the Pitan, he was able to to write another book, uh, which is um, the name of the book. Uh, me ultimo adios or my last farewell and in december 30 1896 he was executed uh, to death so um upon hearing the the command to to shoot him 
he faced the squad and was able to to say a word uh, like in Spanish it it uh, the consumatum uh, st or in English uh, the meaning is it is finished. So what uh, the implication of um, this why why uh, I am also I'm talking about one of the national hero of the Philippines because it it helps build also the 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 confidence of Filipinos wherever we are or in New Zealand uh, we need to be uh, to, to be confident and um, still continue to to label our, ourselves as um, a proud Filipino proud of our ad- identity um, and um, like talking about the diplomacy um, of the Philippine embassy um, all of the concepts that um, even the the Department of Foreign Affairs of the Philippines, the, the the program that we are doing in in while while Filipinos are in abroad, um, the concept of diplomacy is that we have to to like um, uh, maximum uh, tolerance of all the the uh, violent um, situations or um, any. Um, arguments with other uh, people. We we don't need to to be violent, but we have to maintain that kind of diplomacy and um, has that uh, peaceful relationship with other with other cultures. Um, it's it's a long story actually when we talk about the um, the life of Jose Rizal and the the precedence after even after uh, he was executed. What happened? What happened next? So, um, in after that 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 execution, the, the Filipino people continue to be uh, like vigilant and uh, uh, raise the consciousness to be um, uh, being nationalistic and uh, the 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 concept of patriotism as well as um, the love the love for for your country and for your fellow Filipinos. Um, maybe in in other situations that we can discuss more about uh, after that that period, because uh, that it happened during that period where the the, the Philippines was under the the Spanish, but then uh, when the American came after uh, Rizal died, um, the um, Americans uh, also took over. And take take uh, position um, in the Philippines, where and then the Spanish um, uh, were able to uh, vacate the Philippines. It 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 seems that the Americans rescued Philippines from the um, Spain uh, Spanish colony, but then there's another struggle from from the the period that Americans um, ruled the Philippines, and then the World War Two came. The, the, the um, I think the French came uh, during that time, and then the Japanese uh, came because in World War Two, that was the time when when uh, there's a war between the Americans and the Japanese in the Philippines. So because Filipinos uh, were also rescued uh, by um, Americans, so the Americans didn't uh, left. 
the Philippines. So there are some um, military bases that was established in one of the province in the Philippines. Yeah, to maintain to or to to um yeah to maintain uh, peace and order after those um those period. So um I think the the best um, learnings that we have um from from what Dr. Jose Rizal did uh, was that the 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 conscious, consciousness raising that every Filipino uh, they should be proud of being a Filipino and the, they should be proud of the history whatever it is because we we can't learn um, we learned from the struggle, we learned from the mistakes, and then at the same time, we also learned from the positive sides that happened during the time. So um, I uh, will see how, um, because I, I, I know that um, sometimes for other non-Filipinos, it became really um uh, interesting for them and they, they will say that oh I would like to learn Filipino language and culture like what I'm doing outside work I someone that um, would like to to um, listen about um, not only the history but other uh, aspects of uh, and in the Philippines like tourism the um, different provinces and the festivals what what's the meaning of your Philippine flag, what's the meaning of uh, having this kind of food, and also the dances, the costume. So I've been doing that. Um, the opportunity uh, o uh, over the radio is um, like if you are listening, we learn from, from it on the spot. And if you have some questions, you can still um, uh, reconnect to, to me or to the radio station, to uh, radio, um, radio kidnappers, you can contact and then say that, oh, I've heard about uh, that uh, Philippine radio and this topic, so can I ask questions, uh, follow-up questions, if you you don't really understand or you have some hesitation, uh, you can clarify. I I hope that um, this topic, um, I'm, I'm also planning to have a continuity regarding this so that people would be able to understand uh, as Filipinos we we also want to be understood by other culture because we are in a multicultural uh, country and we are also struggling and we are also learning from other cultures so it's vice, vice versa like I, I'm also learning Maori so the, those Maori friends or co-workers, they, they, also, they are also learning uh, Filipino language and culture from me. So um, I am very grateful that um, uh, with the opportunity having the, the radio program is a great help to, to promote the, um, the, a peaceful environment and a harmonious um, uh, relationship with other people so thank you so much once again this is Leia Baterbonia your um, friends your volunteer your uh, radio announcer under the Philippine Radio in Radio Kidnappers Hawksley maraming salamat po
This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay voices on air.